This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. I'm your host, Charlie McDermott. Welcome to episode number 394 of the Good Neighbor Podcast. And today we're with Vic Nickel, his company, Full House Inspections. Nick, how you doing? Good. Very good. How about you? Oh, doing great and thrilled to have you. And, uh, you know, nothing better than a good neighbor who takes care of and keeps an eye on our homes. Uh, so, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> Look we learning. Uh, so let's talk about full house inspections. And I, I can't get the, you know, when our kids were young, they watched full house all the time. Are you a full house fan? Are you familiar Not, with the show? I am now. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's funny. I'm sure you get that a lot. So, all right, yeah. skip that nonsense from Charlie and let's focus on your company, Full House Inspections. Vic, tell us what you do. Well, we're, uh, we're uh, home inspectors and we're also certified home inspectors. In our field, that makes a big difference. Um, it's not just a designation. You really do have to earn it. So, uh, you know, the, the, the neat thing about inspecting homes it's, it's really, it's what you don't know that can come back to hurt you. Mm. And so we, every one of our employees uh, goes through a really uh, vigorous uh, training session. Uh, we have our own standards uh, above and beyond the state for continuing education. But I'll tell you what, it, you know, one of the biggest things about my business is, is that I love it. I love what I do. And, uh, and that's, it's just fun. Each day it's fun. Yeah, I tell you, you know, we are so blessed when we find a, something we're passionate about and we can actually earn a living from because, uh, you know, there are way too many folks that are miserable in jobs and, uh, you know, just putting in time. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I can feel, I can, I can tell you just your energy uh, that you really enjoy what you're doing. And I'm sure that, you know, it's part of your culture. You know, you hire folks that are really into uh, what it is, you know, the home inspections and watching and taking care of people's major assets. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Tell us a little bit about your journey. How did you get into the home inspection slash home watch uh, business? Well, that's probably the most uh, um, outstanding feature, I think, uh, is my role in this. And I try to go to every single inspection myself and, and actually keep my hands on. So, uh, what happened? I was uh, in, up in the Chicago area, this little town called Naperville, and uh, we—I uh, did. I was a uh, sales broker, owner, all that stuff. But I did, I did home uh, home inspections part time. It was just fun. It was like a nice release to get out of the hustle and bustle of real estate. But I probably had observed observe probably oh, I want to say three, four hundred home inspections. Wow! And there's a lot of professionals out there. Um, but there's a lot of people just kind of changing careers and trying to, you know, go to a quick class and become a home inspector. So I've seen a lot of things done wrong. Uh, and uh, so <clears throat> to, to put it in a, in a simple, simple uh, phrase here is that uh, our company is protect the buyer and protect and respect the transaction transaction that they're in. Yeah. So we're not there out of ego to try and puff ourselves up and make a, a small defect look like a horrible thing, nor are we there to downplay something that is serious. So our motto is protecting the buyers. Love it. Love it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, you're right. You know, it's uh, we we go into buying a home. We're 
completely excited and and we can't wait to get in and it's nice to have someone like yourself who can say whoa 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 charlie let you know let let us look at, at some of the things that you're not seeing and um help you make right. the best decision and and uh you know at the end of the day everyone wins there so uh right. you know so how the about thing is, is in, in this where the fun part really is is that when you're dealing with somebody that that's never been a homeowner before or let's say they've owned a home a condo or a townhouse and they're moving into a single family and to go over uh, not just the inspection, but some of the maintenance tips and items that they can perform once they own the home that'll protect them down the road. Um, it's it's great. It's fun. It's fun yeah. to meet with them and help them out. Yeah, love it, love it. How about, are there any myths in the home inspection uh, industry that you hear that you could talk about? None. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's quite a few, you know. Um, I've had... Um, for example, I'll have uh, somebody doing an inspection that was uh, or is an electrician. And they say, you know, my, my brother, my father, whatever is an electrician. And I'll tell you what, nobody could do electric better than them. Uh, they can do it better than me, obviously. But as far as uh, the rest of the home inspection, uh, you know, that's that's my thing. It's the whole thing that we look at. So it's kind of a difficult thing sometimes to play when somebody has a family friend that they want to look at the house, which is, that's fine. Uh, but we look at it with a different pair of eyes. As far as, uh, you know, different myths in the business, probably the biggest one is, hey, Vic, when you're going through there, if you see any mold, let me know. <laughs> if, Your expert vision. Yes, actually. Uh, that's why we run air quality tests. We highly recommend anybody in Southwest Florida, anywhere in South Florida, that they get an air quality test. That's a free floating mold. A lot of mold can be, uh, it can be in your vents. It can actually be from improper uh, filters put into your air handler that actually block the air more than it should and uh, actually can develop moisture and spread it out. So there's, there's you know, that's probably... You know, the biggest myth I've ever heard coming down to Florida, I've been here five, almost going on six years, is that uh, you got to watch out for all the alligators and snakes walking around. You know, I think I've seen two snakes in five years, little black snakes, you know. Uh, how about alligators? Alligators? <laughs> yeah, you see a couple of those, especially out on the golf course, I guess. That's, uh, that's great. That's great. How about when you are not working, I think you may have given us a clue here. What are you doing for fun? Uh, for fun, I, uh, I used to, up north, believe it or not, I played a lot more golf here. I play a little bit of golf here and there. But, um, you know, we try and do family adventures. Um, we're into new as hiking. Uh, we're, um, uh, we have, we're a strong faith family. And uh, so we're involved in our uh, different, you know, uh, Christian organizations and clubs and things like that, that we, we enjoy and, uh, and getting together, you know, it's with this, this new, uh, you know, the virus in the last year, uh, believe it or not, it's, it's been a lot of times just playing cards with friends or neighbors and, you know, the old fashioned way, having a little picnic at the house, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. You know, I think communities have gotten stronger because you're, you're not out and about and scattered all over the place. And, right. uh, yeah, so love that. Wow. 
How about, you know, you mentioned hiking. Do you have a favorite hiking destination? Uh, we bought the hiking book. We have hiking shoes. And we're <laughs> ready to go. So we've just done local just around here. But there are some really interesting I never read, uh, realized uh, there's some World War II, um, um, not stations, but uh, I guess it would be stations that the trails come across down here in Southwest. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty interesting. And where's that at? Do you, do you uh, know? No more along the trail between Naples and Bonita. Huh. Uh, there's some trails out there and up in near Fort Myers are some really cool trails that have to do with World War II stuff. You know, yeah. there'll be an old this or that out there. So I like that because it gives me a destination to get to, you know, something yeah. to look at besides nature, you know. <laughs> besides <laughs> all those snakes and alligators. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How about from a, uh, a hardship or life challenge, Vic, looking back in life, uh, uh, what comes to mind uh, a time that you were challenged, but you got through it and you can now say I'm better for it, I'm stronger? Oh, yeah. I, I've had some... Some, as we've all had difficult times in our lives, you know, and uh, I found that you, you can't swim out of it by yourself. You, mm -hmm. you need a life preserver. <laughs> and uh, my life preserver has been uh, my my faith was renewed. Put it that way. I just at times it's all you got. You got to hang on. Yeah. Uh, other times, you know, it's not just one thing either. It's it's the friends you know, and family around you and whatnot. Uh, it's hard to keep a positive vision. Um, but I read something. There was a, had a financial setback some years ago, and and I read a, a magazine, a great magazine. It's called uh, Entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. And the guy that owns uh, Virgin Airlines, and mm -hmm. uh, there's another, another gal that uh, owned a large company, and they talked about their devastations, you know, and their financial mm -hmm. devastations. Mm -hmm. They both said the same thing. It was very interesting. The one thing that they concentrate on is one step forward. They may take three or four back in a day, but they're always going to concentrate on taking one step forward. And I'll tell you what, that's all I had left. I just had to keep moving one foot at a time. And mm. that helped me mentally, believe it or not. That's great, great advice, you know, because you're right. We're all going to have them. If, if we've been fortunate enough to get this point in life where we haven't guaranteed, you're not going to get, it's like, you're not going to get out of life, not only alive, but, you know, without your share of, of hardships or challenges. And, uh, you know, I think most people have had those moments where you just don't want to get out of bed in the morning. And in some cases, that next step is simply deciding, all right, I'm going to get out of bed and, and, um, do everything I can to take that next step. And uh, that takes a lot of guts and courage and it's easier just to pull back. Right. And uh, just it do is. the always me thing. Yeah. Yeah. It is. And I, you know, one of the other steps a friend of mine told me when it was really getting tough, tough to get out of bed, he said, make your bed, ah. Don't make your bed every day. I was listening to a senior officer with, I think, with the Navy. He was giving a uh, speech to the graduating class at one of the colleges. And that was his number one thing. When you get up in the morning, make your bed. Yeah. And it's, it's funny. It's a, it sounds silly, but it's a, it's, it gives you some kind of feeling of control maybe or, or you know, or something. It's, it's, I'm, it's so crazy you just brought that up. I was reading a book over the weekend, and, and for life me, I can't remember where I saw this, but – they were talking about the military and, and why making the bed is such a big deal. And it came down to 
that feeling of accomplishment that I, that first thing in the morning I've accomplished something and building momentum for the rest of the day. Yeah. So, you're right. You're right. Yeah. yeah. How, right. You just never know what kind of conversations we're going to get into on the good neighbor podcast. That's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Uh, so how about one thing you wish our listeners knew about full house inspections? What would that be? Um, that would be that, um, Probably one of the, the biggest things is that uh, we try and get two people there and that uh, we're there not only to inspect, but we're there to train. Um, and yeah. there is there is a big difference uh, with experience. Uh, there just is. Yeah. I mean, I look at any field and it's the one that has that experience, that spent that time. It's the little things that sometimes can make a huge difference, especially discovering mold. You know, most people are like, oh, my gosh, this house has mold. All right, we're out of this deal. We're getting out of here. You know, it depends upon, number one, what type of mold it is. And we send ours out to a lab, you know, a professional lab does a diagnostics on it. And and, um, they get back with our results, the type of mold, what it causes, what to look for. And then as far as the remediation, I stay away from that because I don't want to cross that line, you know. And uh, but typically... You know, they go in a lot of times it's 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 very minor. Um, so, sometimes it's not. And I'll tell you when it's not for anybody listening to this. That's a snowbird or a, what do they call it? A halfback um, or no snowbird. That's what it is. And, <laughs> um, listen, when you're uh, not in home for a while and you want to turn your air conditioning up, don't do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a house, not a beautiful, beautiful $1.8 million home, perfect condition, almost nothing wrong with that home except for the mold. And you couldn't see it. You couldn't smell it. And they were keeping their, their, um, they were not in the home very much. So they kept it up at 78 degrees. We recommend 75. The industry recommends no higher than 76. Wow. In so many homes and I see it at 78 degrees and I'm like, oh, my gosh, I, I tell the realtor, please let them know I turned this down to 76 or give me permission to turn this down at least to 76. I so, that's the first I've heard that. That is awesome. I yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah be careful with that. Wow. OK. <laughs> well, I'm you glad know. you had me here. You know, I got to share a couple of good things with you. You know, yeah, yeah, this has been great. Uh, so I, I know we have listeners who are doing the same thing. After I'm giving them time to uh, readjust their thermostat, and then uh, now that they're back here, I'm sure they want to know how can they get a hold of you. What's the best uh, path for them? Yeah, g- give us a call. Is even you can do uh, uh, call two three nine four five one. One five five five, or you can go. Um, you can go to www.fhinaples, uh, uh, short for Full House Inspections. You can do Vic at FHI Naples, uh, but generally it's a, it's a phone call. We try and get a person to answer every time somebody calls. We do our best to get that. Yeah. And again, it's four five one one five five five. Terrific. Did I mention 451-1555? Uh, you know, uh, what was that number again? <laughs> <laughs> they say you got to say it three times. Oh, well, you know, you listen to those radio commercials. And it's yeah. Like, yeah. What am I about? 888. No, no, no. 888. No, no, no. One more time. Yeah. 
So well done. <laughs> well, Rick, it's, it's been fun. Really appreciate you uh, finding time to uh, share your knowledge with us and uh, you're doing great things and wish uh, you guys the absolute best. Thank you very much, Charlie. Appreciate it. Thank you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast. To nominate your favorite local business to be featured on the show, go to goodneighborpodcast.com. That's goodneighborpodcast.com. Or call us at 239-224-4105.